Hello, 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 FYIers. Welcome back to this, the bonus episode of today's FYI. We are in Singapore, and it looks like it's about to pour. Oh, all right, I'll stop. I'll stop. I like, you know me, I love being punny. I've got an effect. You don't have to do that. You want me to put in the effect? Here, let's put in the ba-dum-dum. Now that's what I'm talking about. All right, Alvaro. We've been trying to avoid it or not for the last (laughs) 26 or 7 minutes in the first episode. We got to talk about food now. Let's chow down to it. Let's chow down. You got it. Nice job. Let's chow down. Let's dig in. Como decimos, I'm starving. And I remember eating some amazing food when I was in Singapore. But you know what? You lived there for seven years. Who could tell us more about the local food and, well, some other foodie finds? Unos hallazgos de foodie. Oh my gosh, my, my mouth is mouth-watering right now. <laughs> I feel you, brother. So what, what do I start? I mean, the best thing about Singapore is that you can have a huge range of food. I mean, from very, very, very cheap, you, you can have a proper meal for three, four euros, mm-hmm. and you can get as crazy as eight, nine hundred euros per person. Oh, wow. Without yeah, sure. wine. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I mean, on, on average, I mean, from three euros to 20 euros, you have a fantastic uh, diversity of offers. That's great because uh, sometimes, I mean, uh, even with uh, my Spanish friends, I mean, it's some a little bit like snob but we're talking about where should we go tonight for dinner or for lunch mm-hmm. and we're like okay so shall we go for for indian it's like ah, indian for dinner it might be like too heavy let's go somewhere else uh we can go to japanese oh i, I had japanese for lunch right yeah what about chinese oh this new chinese restaurants there's a lot of yeah but because you have like so many offers so you mm. have vietnamese food indian food malay food filipino food and chinese japanese. sure the gamut the, the, the range is like so 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 big and you can have like a, a wet wet food and it's in soups with noodles and lots of stuff inside, mm-hmm. like laksa food, uh, laksa soup, which is one of the most popular dishes. Laksa soup? How, what's that? Uh, tell us about that. It's a, a, like a thick soup mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with noodles mm. and also has like chicken and lots of spices and it's fantastic. It's from Malaysia originally and uh, of course people from Singapore, they say that the laksa soup is fantastic, but if people from Malaysia or the Malay community, they say that laksa in Singapore is not the best. There's always this kind of struggle <laughs> and fight. Well, you always get that. Even in Spain, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. We have better beer. We have the better best whatever, paella, best wine. Right, whatever. right. So yeah, that happens with the laksa a lot. Sure, that, that rivalry, that healthy rivalry that, of course, if your rivalry is to be the best, well, that's not bad. The best food, <laughs> I'll in, take in, it. In the end, it's a, it's a healthy rivalry. <laughs> right. But in the end, uh, what's well, a little bit funny is that there's uh, no such thing as Singaporean food. Oh, wait so a this, second. There's no such, no existe? No. I mean, in fact, I mean, uh, when I was traveling overseas to other countries, I saw, I mean, on the menus, they have uh, Singapore noodles. I was like, wait a second. Singapore noodles. Singapore What's noodles. that? Yeah. And when I check it, there's no such thing as Singapore noodles in Singapore. So they they have a lack of history. I mean, of their own kind of food. Right. But what they just do is just they they adapt recipes. I mean, to their own taste and local style. But there's always there's always like a, a reference to a previous recipe from another country. Let's say the national drink in Singapore might be bubble tea, which is oh, getting popular. Is, oh my! Right now. It's getting popular. But oh my God! This not, stuff is. It's not a Spanish. I mean, it's, it's not Singaporean. It's Taiwanese actually. Oh. Okay. So 
Okay. But that's, I guess, it's almost like the New York of the South, of Southeast Asia, because it's a mix of all different people. It's, it's funny that you mentioned New York, because if you see the designs of the streets, I mean, the design, it's like New York. Well, you, as you said, they got the best from every city, so. Best so I'm New sure York? they found some a few things in New York that we do pretty well. Absolutely. So that's, that, that, that's one of them. Wow, wow. So, and I remember a market we went to. I can't remember the name now, but it's the largest one there. There's a hawker, yeah, yes. hawker market. It was in Chinatown, that one. Yeah. And it got very famous uh, a few years ago because mm -hmm. a Michelin star uh, guide, I mean, they had to do this PR stunt or this uh, like promotion in order mm -hmm. to bring back the attention or the, or the interest for people, I mean, uh, to go back to check the latest Michelin stars. Right. And they decided to award, I mean, uh, this small stall or hawker uh, main place. Yeah. With a Michelin star uh, for a plate that it costs 2.5 euros. And and we went there, believe me, it's Hawker Chan, and it's right next to the market, which, again, you could get lost in the market, too, it's, right? I mean, to, to find the original one, it's a little bit difficult because it's, like, tricky. It's on the second floor, and you need to look for it. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, they also have a new one, I mean, outside on the street, like, like much more accessible, but brand new also. Right. The food is the same, so no matter if you go to one or the other, I mean, mm -hmm. both options are great. To, to be completely fair, it's a delicious, delicious uh, plate, mm -hmm. but, I mean, if you didn't tell me it has a Michelin star, I wouldn't know. Me neither. But, but, but I, I'll tell you this. It's the first time that I've tried chicken that had a duck texture. So they found a really nice way to this Hawker Chan Michelin star stand, found a way to take chicken and make it have just a really crispy, nice, I, I don't know, it, it, it was delicious. Again, I think it's like you said, a publicity stunt, a novelty. But if you go to the market right across the street, and you just go to any stall and order something that looks good and that people it's, are buying. It's, it's going to be quite, quite good for sure. The thing is, I mean, hawker centers are in Singapore, like the glue of the society. Mm -hmm. So I highly encourage you to go to any uh, hawker center and the trashier it looks, it might be even the better. I mean, all of them have a minimum levels of uh, security in, in terms of uh, in hygiene yeah. and cleaning lessons and such. So, uh, I mean, the highest grade is letter A. With mm -hmm. which they all show it. And if they have even a B, I mean, it should be all right. So just uh, be brave and go out. I mean, because mm -hmm. to go to the classic regular restaurant that you might be tempted because they have aircon, uh, it might be cooler. But we went to, Mar I mean, we ate street food and I mean, that was our thing. Yep. We didn't, We I think the first night we got there, we ate right on the river area right there in one of the case. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, the Singapore River. I think it's a, yeah, it was a nice nightlife area. Rivalia, yeah, yeah, it was a nice area. Not far mm -hmm. from the Friends Cafe, by the way. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. Tell us about the Car Friends Cafe. Car key, yeah. That that area. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's very nice. It's uh, quite uh, quite happening, mm. and it's one of the most uh, busiest area. I mean, if you want to go partying at night, they have one of the. But uh, it used to be one of the best uh, main clubs in Asia called Zook. We used to go there. Uh, well, when we went out, uh, we were we hung out. Our hotel was in that area, and we were like, wow. We said the same word you just said, happening. It's, it's, it's very happening. I mean, when you go to, the, uh, to, to a hawker center, I mean, make sure that you chope a seat first. Chope. No, no, no. Chope. Wait, wait. Hang on. What what language are you speaking here? Yala. Man? That's English. What, yala. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now you're going everywhere on me here. <laughs> what, what? Tell me what you just said. Translate, please. Okay. So it's, it's like, ayo. It's like, come on. It's an expression of, of surprise and or annoyance. So it's like, ayo. It's Maybe. like, joder in Spanish. Yeah, like, tío, <laughs> tío, tío. So first thing, you have to chope a seat. And what this chope means is like to save a seat. Oh. So how do you chope a seat? Because... 
first you need to get the food, and then you go to a, to, a, to your place. But if right. you don't have a place, you're going to be wandering around. Well, I, I know what we, in my family, I tell my wife, you guys sit here, I'll go get some food. If you have more than one person, yeah, but if you're going alone. Oh, gotcha. Or if all of you want to get uh, food at the same time. And you want different you food. Right, right, gotcha. So gotcha. you just leave a small packet of tissues oh. I mean, on, the, on the spot. So if you see a place with a small packet of tissues, that means that that seed has been choked. So you have to carry tissues just to call dibs on something. Well, I mean, I, I used to have that because in uh, hawker centers, normally they don't give you a napkin. So you bring yeah. your own. But oh, if you don't have a tissues. It all makes sense. You can leave maybe like a, like a name card or you can leave, a, I don't know, like a, anything there. Some people, they even left the phones. So Singapore, I mean, in general, is a logical place. It's very logical. If you know the rules, I mean, anything has a reason for it. I mean, even the small... Minimal detail. I mean, there has to be everything's thought of. Mm-hmm. It's not like by casualty or you know, by accident, by coincidence. By coincidence, yeah. it's, sure, it's, sure. Just, it's exactly someone thought about that before. Right, right. And last thing, talking about food, and I'm sure we'll talk about other kinds of food. Soft shell crab or spicy crab. I remember having a dish That's that was delicious. Singapore chili crab. Oh my God. Can you please tell me about that? You said they don't have a cuisine, but well, that's, this uh, was delicious. That's one of, of the, maybe one of the only recipes that they have in, uh, in Singapore that is uh, typical from them. And uh, what they do is they add chili to a very nice crab. So when I told this to my friends from Galicia, they were like, what? I mean, you're putting chili to a crab? I mean, you don't put anything to the crab. Right. So, maybe a little lemon or that's it. Yeah. Not even that. No. Okay. And the reason is, is that uh, Galician waters are very cold. So when the seafood, I mean, uh, I mean, grows in cold waters, they're like much more tasty. Okay. But I mean, if that happens in warm waters, like in Asia, I mean, they're tasteless. So oh, you have okay. to put chili on it. Gotcha. So if you don't like spicy food, I mean, it might be, of course, spicy for you. But if you like spicy food, oh, it's you should deli- be. I love spicy right. food. It was delicious. No, it's, it's, to me, it's fantastic because it's oh. this very nice kind of a spicy that also leaves your lips a mm-hmm. little bit like, like swollen. Or is that it's a, almost like a sweet spicy yeah. too, you know, like a sweet chili. And what about, what do we wash it down with? You said bubble tea, but I want something with uh, alcohol. What do we? What's the local beer? Well, the local beer is called Tiger Beer, mm-hmm. which is like very expensive in Singapore because all alcohol has some very very high taxes. Oh, okay. and the only thing with that is that because of the weather, it's a very light beer, so it's a little bit stronger, I would say, compared to Budweiser. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tiger Beer, it's also very light, and because it's like so warm, I mean, no matter if they give you the coldest bottle and the coldest um, jar, I mean, mm. it's gonna get hot very soon, very fast. So what do they do? They add ice. Oh, Man, beer with ice. The this, first time I saw that, it was This like, is very I, Kentucky. No, yeah, no offense, like, Kentucky. I would, I would never do that in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, that you need to learn in Asia is like, never say never. Because I say that, and a few years later, I was teaching ice. You want to crack a beer? Oh. Oh, yeah, there we go. Now, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. <laughs> easy, Tiger, easy, easy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? That's lovely. All right, well, you were teaching us some Singaporean or some Singlish? I mean, talk to me about this. What, what do we call this language? So, so Singlish, it's the, the Singapore English. And I remember that, I mean, um, you, you knew me before I moved to Singapore. And of, when, of and when course. I came back for the first mm-hmm. time, well, like, Alvaro, I mean, I see you good, I see you well, but... Your English is weird. Oh, your yeah, grammar you, is you, off. You cut your syllable short. Like you, you, you became a lot more choppy. Choppy, maybe. I mean, grammar. It's like cannot, cannot. I mean, cannot. So if if I ask you something, it's like, hey, Alvaro, I mean, shall we have a beer? Instead of saying, yeah, sure, let's, let's grab a beer. I say, can. It's like, are you sure? Can, can. So d- double can. Or, or shall we do this? Ah, uh, cannot, cannot. 
Kind so of. it's like the can-can. Or cannot. Or, for example, my... Well, it's logical. Again, can, cannot. Okay. I mean, it's like like more practical. I mean, right. They're very kiasu. Kiasu, it's a Japanese word. It's to be like super efficient. So oh, when they when okay, they great. when they go to the uh, to the subway, I mean they don't they just don't wait for the train in any random place. Mm-hmm. They remember where the door's gonna be, so they they they, they spend they, they wait for the train at that door. Oh, so that the first geez. one to get out to go to the skaters and leave the hell out of there. So they're very that's good. That's the, the kind of person you want working for you, isn't it? I mean, they apply this to everything in life. Oh, so even in a relationship, they're like whoa, 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 three steps back, buddy. It, it can be <laughs> a, a little bit stressful, but my favorite Singapore. An expression mm-hmm. it's uh okay mm-hmm. la la as in l a h okay and that's why they also call it aside from la they call it la la land because oh, they use okay. la for everything so it's a, a way to, uh, to to make emphasize about something so if we want to go to grab a beer i would say also okay la but the way to say it is not okay la it's kela kela hey abato shall we get a beer kela kela it Kela. sounds almost like hawaii i love it so we've learned a couple things. We've learned Kela. We've learned Ayo. And Alamak. Alamak. What is Alamak? That, that's, oh, that that's doesn't sound Malay. good. So until now, we've been using uh, either uh, English expressions or Hokkien expressions for um, from, from the Chinese community. But this is uh, Malay, actually. It's uh, Alamak, and it's the equivalent of, oh, my gosh, or oh, man. So oh. there, I mean, somebody stole my, my phone. Alamak. Um, oh, no. Esto es como, oh, madre mía, right? Madre mía, a la Mac. You don't only need to learn how to understand their accent, but you also need to learn how they use que la yo a la Mac, can I, cannot, let's chop a seat. Wait, what song is that? <laughs> I was what, just rapping some English. What song, I mean, what song was that that you were singing over there? My God, it sounds, it's musical. Is the, the, is the, the, the language musical? <laughs> I remember, I mean, after six months, my parents went to see me, to visit me in, in Singapore. I was in the taxi, mm-hmm. and the taxi driver was talking to me in Singlish. Mm-hmm. And we were like, beep, 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 ha, 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 ha. And my parents, they say, it's like, what is he saying? I speak English, but not that. And I say, <laughs> I had absolutely no idea. But it makes sense. Singlish, <laughs> porque cantan en inglés. Yeah, like singing a little bit, yeah. Alvaro, you lived there for seven years. It's like when people ask me about New York. Nobody could give us more insider tips than you. Do's, don'ts, musts. Here's another thing we didn't mention too, and I guess you can bring it in here. It's an expensive city, isn't it? Hell yeah. So, I mean, just budgeting yourself. Give us some tips, some things that we could use to get by, maybe if we wanted to live there or if we just wanted to visit. Okay, so uh, I mentioned taxis before. So mm. uh, if you're visiting there, I mean, I recommend you to use a public transportation because it's uh, super easy, super cool, super mm-hmm. cheap. I remember being clean too. Clean, clean like you can't imagine. Mm. And you can't see other Singaporeans there. Okay. But if for any reason you have to get a taxi, I mean, I would recommend you to download the, the Grab app. So Grab is like G-R-A-P. Grab, cogelo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cogel. It's a super app. And that's what uh, a lot of uh, companies in the world are trying to shift to. So super mm-hmm. apps. And you can do lots of things with it, with that, but also call a taxi. But if you don't want to download the app, this five, You can grab a cab, as we say in New York. You can hail a cab also. But we say, I'm going to grab a cab. So it actually is perfect. It's the same thing. <laughs> but you have to be careful with the colors. Because oh. each colors have different meanings. So okay. first of all, you don't want to get on a white or black car. Those are luxury and they'll charge you more per kilometer. Yeah, I don't need that for a five, 10 minute ride. Guys, write this down. This is key over Black here. Black and white? Forget about it. You don't want to get taken for a ride, literally and figuratively. I mean, La expresión es que te timen, pero que te den un paseo. 
Ew. Man, that, that, that happened to me, so I'm talking from experience. <laughs> You're like, he's like, trust me, guys. The, the night that I arrived, I paid $50 for a $20 ride. Oof. Just to give you an idea. And then there's three Ouch. colors. There's okay. blue, yellow, and red. Blue and yellow, perfect, no problem. Red one, ayo, no, 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 no red, no red cars. Oh. Because those are mostly drive, driven by uncles. And I'm not uncles. talking about uncles as in my uncle. Uncle is a way that you call someone old-ish in okay. Singapore, in Asia. So uh, uncles, I mean, they're like a little bit like drowsy, like not very good driving. Yeah, they're not paying attention. They're, and, uh, yeah. uh, a lot of people, they get uh, they get dizzy in those oh, rides. They're yeah, very yeah. mean. You get car sick, as we say. Car sick, yeah, yeah. And uh, they're very mean. So if you can't avoid a red car, I mean, for a taxi. I, mean, I love that it's color-coded. It's different companies, different styles. So to me, blue and yellow, that's your um, That's the way to go. That's Blue and yellow is the way to go. It kind of rhymes. Uh, aside from transportation. Uh, changing th- money. I mean, if you're going to change your money, do not try to change it to Singaporean dollars in, uh, in your country. Just travel with cash. I mean, to Singapore. I mean, you can bring a stint, uh, as much as 10,000 euros in cash and that should be okay. And then if you really need, change a little bit, maybe 50 euros at the airport. That's the worst exchange rate that you're going to get in the island. And then go to Chinatown and write this down. People's Park Center on the ground floor. I mean, you're going to see like five, ten different exchange places. Yeah, exchange uh, currency exchanges. Casas de Cambio. And uh, they're going to give you the best, best rate there. If you want to just walk around and see which one is giving you better, it's okay. But we're talking about maybe a one, two dollar difference. So what I used to do is change all my money, even to euros. And so I go there with a Singapore dollars. Right, because the airport, you're going to get a premium. Just like the tuna sandwich that costs 2,000 euros. (laughs) Exactly. So changing money, do it in People's Park. If you really need to uh, to, to change it to, to, to have cash. But Singapore, you, you can move around with uh, credit cards. It's like super easy. I mean, even the smallest uh, hawker stall, they accept credit cards and mm-hmm. debit cards to pay for a $3 meal. So that should be, be a problem. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, what else? Other things, uh, food tips. We already talked about food, but I guess... Be smart. You can spend a thousand dollars for the same meal that you can get for ten dollars uh, without the view, maybe or exactly. You know. I mean, if if you're paying for the view, I mean, of course that's going to be more more expensive. But I mean, in terms of food, I mean, I, I would say that the sweet spot it's uh, between three to twenty dollars per dish. Okay, so for for main course, if you're paying more than twenty dollars for a main course, it's not bad. But you might be going to the medium medium range. Of course, people they like to go to Singapore and they book their their uh, restaurants in advance. Yeah, they pre book. Because they want to know and experience this best, last thing, this and that. Sure, I get it. Yeah, but also one of the greatest things about Asia or Southeast Asia in general is the street food. It's street food. Seriously. It's, I'm, I'm not I talking mean, about let's being not cheap. Underestimate. I mean, seriously, I mean, you, you can, can get an amazing meal for dollars. Exactly. I mean, the cheapest pad thai I've had in my life in Thailand, in Bangkok, 30 cents. 30 cents. And Bangkok. Well, well, let's do that. Now we're (laughs) traveling over to Bangkok. The word you said before when we ended the first episode was the word hub. I said, why do you love it? And you said many reasons, but you said it is a hub. It's It's, It connects people. It connects places. You visited, Alvaro, I remember, because we follow each other. By the way, do you want people to follow you on social media? Give us your social media. If you you want to look for me on LinkedIn, I'm Alvaro Quesada. So uh, it's LinkedIn slash I am slash Alvaro Quesada ES. Well, maybe I'll put a link to your Twitter here on the on the show as well. But you went to so many amazing places being based out of 
Singapore. Tell us about some of the most amazing places you got to visit that were just a stone's throw. Well, I mean, I'm uh, fortunate enough to say that I've been to almost every single country in Asia except two. One is the Philippines that I wanted to wait to go there with someone special and Japan that I was supposed to go there in April 2020. But you know what happened? We won't mention that word. We yeah. won't mention that word. But uh, one of the I mean, most interesting and uh, not so uh, common destinations that I went to was to North Korea, actually. North? North Korea. Not north, up north, not South Korea. Yeah, 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 yeah. North Korea. Well, I mean, just the fact that you're able to go there and, and just see a country that, you know, I, I, I've seen Thailand, I've seen Cambodia. And, and, they're fantastic. And, and what did I use as my base? Singapore. Because within less than four hours I mean, of, of a flight, you can get to lots of places. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I used to do my shirts in Bangkok. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I went to Bangkok for a weekend, just maybe make like 12 shirts, like custom made, I mean, tailor fit. Mm-hmm. And uh, spend there a few days, I mean, go partying, go to very nice restaurants, much cheaper than Singapore, mm-hmm. get a massage, and then come back to Singapore with new shirts. And I know you went to Bali as well. Bali, Bali I mean, I went to Bali for, for work, for holidays, I mean, for a weekend. Sometimes it was cheaper to one weekend in Singapore just to not go out, just spend it at home, just watching Netflix. Then the next weekend, just go partying to, to Bali just for two, two nights. Well, that's the thing, too. You know, when I lived in New York, well... You've got the Caribbean at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. When you live in Spain, you've got Europe at your fingertips, uh, Western Europe at your fingertips. So there in Singapore, you really have Asia, not just Southeast Asia, all of Asia at your fingertips. Exactly. I mean, and uh, I mean, the, the 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 price of the of the flights, it's a it used to be at least quite cheap. I, I don't know right now, but I remember I had this uh, thumb rule rule of thumb, regla general, regla general, that uh, less than one hour of flight. I mean, it should be like around $100. So up to three, four hours, I mean... Can oh, get, and there's a lot of low cost. Air Asia, of course, via fan, jet. Fantastic you know, low yeah. cost. So you can We go got to, around there for... I, some, I think we flew some... I think we went from Singapore to Chiang Mai for like 20... $20 or 20 euros. It's extremely, extremely cheap. I mean, once, once you're there, getting there is expensive. But once you're there, it's mm. extremely, extremely cheap to travel around. Now, we never got to meet up in Singapore, but we did meet up in Chiang Mai and we we rang in the new year. Exactly. That, that, that was a fun one. That was amazing. I mean, new Year's of 2019. 2019. And then we found out my daughter was going to be born in Bangkok, yeah. in fact. During the trip. And we went swimming with elephants. By the way, there's an episode on elephants. Well, Alvaro <laughs> was there that day. Yeah, when we went to this sanctuary and to, uh, to see elephants and it was feed amazing. them, walking in the forest also in the jungle. What them. a trip, dude. We're, we're, we're going to do it again soon, without a doubt. I'm up for that. And speaking of airports, because as I said, we found out about Lara in the airport. Mm. It was Bangkok Airport where we got the pregnancy test. The crown jewel of Singapore is Changi Airport. It's just ridiculous. I mean, you get so used to Changi Airport's standards that after living there, I mean, for a while, I mean, anywhere in the world you go, you just see an airport and you're like, ugh, this sucks. It's so efficient. Yeah, you go to Newark Liberty Airport and you're like, uh, what is this? <laughs> if, if you don't have to check in luggage, because that, that's a more extra time that, that you need, and most of the times I didn't check in luggage because it was for a, for a short trip, you can cut it down your arrival time to the take off, taking off time by 50 minutes. So yeah, imagine... But is- in 50 but, minutes but, but, but before. Wait, 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 wait. You're not think you're thinking about I got to get to my destination. What about us nerds who love airports? 
I mean, the airport is a destination in and of itself. Ab absolutely. So the first few times you spend a lot of time at the airport, but it's so efficient that you can either stay there maybe for six hours and time flies, mm -hmm. or you can go there just with 20 minutes of time before your flight. So it's efficient, you it. but you, if, if you need to have a layover overnight like we did, yeah. You've got, uh, what, what do you want, a spa? What do you, what do you You've have? Got... Okay, you have a spa, you have a movie theater, you have a shopping mall, you have a butterfly garden, you have uh, lots of, uh, I mean, they recreate this uh, street food also within the airport. Yeah. I mean, all the airport has this uh, this rock. The so, tallest indoor waterfall. The, the tallest indoor waterfall also. Mm -hmm. this, you do have the second one, so it's in Singapore. You guys are <laughs> so killing it over first there. First and second one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, they have an uh, IMAX theater, I think, also. I mean, mm -hmm. Lots of, lots of places to, to, to spend there a few hours. Once I, I had this uh, forced I mean, uh, layover of three hours with my father, actually, in, in, at the airport. Mm -hmm. And we just went to a bar for a walk, get a massage, and it was, like, super fast. It's, it feels like a, like a hotel, like a resort. And I guess that's the reason it's currently rated the world's best airport by, by Skytrax. Yeah, Skytrax, I was going to say that. And I, you know who I, this, go ahead. I, I think for maybe like seven or eight years in a row, it's, eighth, it, eighth consecutive years. Nobody's taken the spot. Changi is the king of I, airports. I hardly doubt that any other airport is going to beat that, I mean, that mark, I mean, uh, within the next few years. They're opening Terminal 5 uh, pretty soon, and I think it's going to be able to handle half a million people every day, just that terminal. That's incredible. It, it's true, though, but I think it's definitely a symbol of, of the city as well, because the place is state-of-the-art. And La Vanguardia, you say in Spanish, it's state-of-the-art. Of exactly. And it's not just the airport. Think about this, too. According to Skytrax, the same rating system, Singapore Airlines is number two in the world. So that says something about Singapore. You know, these are, the, the world is looking at your airports, your, you know, it's an international thing. Absolutely. And if I've been um, talking about Singapore Airlines, I think they had a very, very good opportunity to make a very good publicity, but they missed that when uh, when they did the movie Crazy Rich Asians. I mean, that movie is based on a novel uh, that it's, it's supposed to take place in Singapore, and I highly recommend it for you to see, because it can show you the, the two different kinds of Singapore, as uh, so of the ultra-wealth that you can find Well, that's there. everywhere you go, too. Like, you know, you go to New York, and you see like people coming in in a helicopter there and other people sharing yeah, a, a bottle but, of wine. Yeah, but this, this is called Crazy Rich. It's, it's, it's oh, right. Rich so, yeah, yeah, I it's got you. Crazy, crazy Rich. rich. <laughs> and that's another level. I mean, I've, right. I've just seen the very, very lowest bottom of that. And I mean, I was uh, amazed. I've seen theirs in terms of, of luxury that I've never seen anywhere in the world. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Beyond your imagination. It reminds me, Singapore is like a city, state, slash luxury resort. And I'm glad it's working because you never know. Look at Dubai right now. You know, that's a, a different situation. It's Yeah, well, they, they, they have different challenges. But Singapore found a way from when they said, okay, we can do anything here. Trade, we can do banking, we can do business, we can do, I mean... And when they decided English was the primary language, I don't want to say it because this is an English learning but podcast. It's, it's true. It was a, um, uh, a peace tool. They use that in order to stop fighting with each other. It's like, let's speak the same language because if not, we're going to keep fighting. So if you want to understand Singapore, the best way is to compare Singapore to a company. Mm -hmm. In Singapore, it's a company with their own currency and it's managed by the top minds on their field. So that's why it's like so, so well run. Well, Alvaro, it's been an absolute pleasure 
to revisit this city. I can't wait to go back. It's no wonder, you know, it's no wonder that people always sing the praises of Singapore. Thank you so much for being here, Alvaro. Thank you, Alvaro. It's a pleasure, as always. An absolute pleasure, as always. Guys, I'll leave some links if you want to follow Alvaro. He does it all. And as you can tell, he speaks English like a champ. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of FYI.